Welcome to the third episode of Data and the Hunch, a podcast series brought to you by Capgemini. My name is Frank Wammes, Chief Technology Officer of Capgemini Continental Europe. And please do follow me on at F-W-A-M-M-E-S. At F-W-A-M-M-E-S. Today's episode, Big Companies Entering Your Home Through Hidden Hubs. While recording this podcast, a lot of people are full of excitement and anticipation of the new Big Apple event that will be held on September the 9th. The much-anticipated release of the new iPhones, will it be smarter, faster, potentially bigger? The public release of iOS 9? And the revealing of the secrecy around Siri. I don't know whether you already tried to have Siri reveal her secret to you. I definitely tried, but she didn't give anything away. Good job, Apple. However, for me, the most important release will probably be the new Apple TV. Rumors already gave us insight in the doubling of the price, as well as a large increase in the size of the Apple TV console. The first ideas are going into the direction of a full Apple Store functionality on the console, thereby probably be a severe rival to the game consoles of Sony and Microsoft. I tested this idea over the weekend with my sons, who are 12 and 15 years of age. The youngest one definitely was not convinced. He truly believes that you cannot play FIFA 15, soon to be replaced with FIFA 16, other than on a PlayStation. In worst case, probably the Xbox, but never on an Apple TV. The older one has a much more economical approach. Dad, he said, I'd rather suffer a bit of experience but be able to buy 10 games rather than have one game for the additional performance or graphics. He really is becoming an economic one. Well, time will tell whether Apple can become a real competitor for the main play consoles, like they have become for the handheld consoles. However, for me, the real interesting topic behind this release will be its potential entry of Siri and the Internet of Things into the living room. With a bigger console, there is a big chance that Siri will become part of our living room as well. Talking to the device rather than controlling it with your remote control. The remote control which, in my opinion, was a real flaw in the current Apple TV. The good thing will be that we can ask much more stuff. We can control things with our voice and probably therefore will provide much more information to the machine than we did before. This will be further strengthened by the home kit connectivity and the trend I foresee that we will connect more and more items in our daily life to the hub in your home. We are already used to connecting our lights, we are already used to connecting our nest. Probably we will expand much more in the future. Is this an issue? Well, not per definition. But with the connectivity streamed through the hub, there is the potential for the one that controls all to get insights into our life, from which we do not yet realize the consequences. Let's consider I will browse stuff through Siri. Sitting from my home, sitting from my bench, giving instructions to find stuff, and perhaps even also being able to give confirmation to make a sale to Siri. Then I have to pay. In the Netherlands, we already have some examples where ING already uses voice identification as a unique identification to make a payment. What will happen if I can pay through Apple Pay using Siri, the ultimate form of keyless payments? Combining this kind of information with how often I switch off the light, change my temperature, etc. 
can give some very interesting insights on which some great algorithms can provide complete new marketing strategies. Will this be a threat? Well, perhaps not with Apple, since they clearly stated that they want to have this kind of information on the device and not through their web services. The question is, is this true or is it just a statement they probably made to differentiate themselves against Google, through which these kind of services all go through their powerful servers. But Apple is not alone. Also, Google's OneHab must not be considered as a standalone product to improve our wireless capabilities in the home. Google OneHub is also a hub for the Internet of Things and Google Now will potentially play a big role in the future. Same goes for Amazon's Echo, a very slick device which even I want just for the design, but a potential entry for Amazon to get inside in my daily life and connect this to their extensive marketing machine. Even Facebook already entered this game with M, their virtual assistant, which they even took one step further by not only having artificial intelligence inside of it, but also humans to make sure that those questions that could not be answered would, fulfill, would be fulfilled by humans. And gaining from those insights, then feeding that back into the artificial intelligence part. This sounds a bit creepy, and I'm definitely not one who will predict the end of the world. It's just that I want everybody to be aware of the potential behind it, both from the positive and the negative points. There are some very positive lessons that can come from these devices where businesses, for instance, can take advantage from. One, a great UI will overcome other hurdles. It's the design and the ease of use from these devices which will us forgive those kind of companies really a lot of things. Second, provide a breadth of services. It's not longer a standalone product, one function device, but it gives possibilities into a lot of different areas. Third, it's the combination of services that creates eagerness of, to the customer. It's increased wireless, but also connectivity to, to the home. All these different kind of services now being combined into one device rather than having a lot of devices into my home. And fourth, perhaps even uh, the foundation of everything, it's the ease of integration. Who the winner will become in this race, I don't know. Who will provide the best answer to the consumer? We will see. It is a new field where businesses definitely can learn from and perhaps even partner to tap in. I'm definitely sure of that. Thanks for listening to the third episode of Data and the Hunch. My name is Frank Wammers and please do follow me on Twitter on at F-W-A-M-M-E-S. If you want to react or share thoughts, please don't hesitate to do so.